Welcome to Simply Finance, the podcast series designed to educate Australia on simply everything finance. Welcome to the sixth episode of Simply Finance. Today we're talking about leisure loans, loans just for fun. Now today we're joined by industry expert, Amy DeFabio. Now Amy's been in the finance industry for over five years now, working at Positive Lending Solutions. Amy, thanks so much for joining me today. No problems at all, Matt. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Now, before we started recording, we got a little bit to know, uh, I guess, you a little bit better. And you were talking about what you did prior to finance. What were you doing before you went to Positive Lending Solutions? I was working in a heavy maintenance hangar in Adelaide Airport. So my job role was to make sure that all the parts were put back on the plane after they were just like they were taken apart, put back together. That is a pretty important job, I imagine. <laughs> I feel like if you mess something up, it can go wrong, but uh, you enjoyed that and then you got into finance. Why did you make the move? Um, I made the move purely because I knew um, Tom, our CEO, and Jordan, our general manager, outside of work and they offered me the job and I couldn't say no. And now you're doing loans and it's been five years. And today I've, yeah. I've got you on to talk about something perhaps maybe similar to the aviation industry because it's a bit of fun uh, about leisure vehicles, um, which I'm guessing is kind of like a sports car or something like that. Can you maybe explain to me a little bit about what a leisure vehicle actually is? Yeah, of course. So leisure is anything that is not a necessary item for you to have. So it could be a motorbike, it could be a jet ski, it could be a boat, it could be a caravan. So anything that you would do in a sense of going away or having fun, that's a leisure item. Okay, so not a necessity, I guess. Yeah. So why would someone then get a loan for like a jet ski? I would assume most people would probably just save up over a period of time to get one. Why would you get a loan instead? Yeah, for the cheaper jet skis, I'm sure people would be able to save up. But there's some jet skis out there that are quite expensive and people coming into summer, they think it would be a great idea to get a jet ski, have some fun. It's quick and easy to get a loan. can be done in two to three business days and you've got the jet ski in your hand by the weekend. On the water by the weekend. I love it. Now, mm. I know a fair bit about car loans and this process, I guess, is pretty simple. But for things like a boat or a caravan, is there like a special licence required or different paperwork needed for getting a loan? Not so much for the loan purpose. For the driving of the boat, you would obviously need your boat licence. But for finance purposes, you only need to have a car licence. With bikes, depending on the CC of the bike, then you would need a motorbike licence to get the loan for the motorbike. Okay. And one of the things we mentioned before, it was an acronym PPSR. Can you explain to me what that actually is and what it relates to a leisure loan? Yeah, so a PPSR is a check that we will do on all assets before we finance them. It can be cars, it can be leisure. What it does is it checks that the car's never been written off, that it's never been stolen, and that it also doesn't have finance already owing on it. So I guess that kind of protects not only positive, but also protects, I guess, the person buying the vehicle as well, I'm assuming, if you can do that before actually making that purchase. Yeah, definitely. We've seen it happen quite a lot of times where a jet ski, for instance, has been in an accident, they have fixed it, and now they're trying to sell the jet ski. Our buyer will have that check done so that when they get it, they're not going to have any trouble with getting insurance for that product. And also peace of mind that their new asset isn't going to be 
ever written off and it's going to be in great mechanical working order. Okay, cool. Now we spoke before, I guess, a little bit about licensing and the different licenses perhaps needed for some loans. A leisure vehicle loan, is it work the same sort of way I guess a car loan normally does? Can you maybe just talk us a little bit through the process of actually applying for one of these loans? Yeah. So with getting a leisure item, it's the exact same process as a car loan. You would do your online inquiry or call indirectly to us. We would take your application, work out what lender's going to best suit you because we can do good credit leisure loans and we can also do bad credit leisure loans. So we've got such a wide variety for people. So the same process, we then choose the lender we want to go to. They will give us the pre-approval. The client can then go and find the asset that they want to buy. Once they've found that asset, if it's at a dealership, we'll request a tax invoice. If it's from a private seller, because we can also do them, we will then follow a private sale document procedure with the seller, which would include standard registration, but also an inspection to be done on the asset to make sure that it is in a good mechanical order. Once that all checks out, we then go into what we call settlement, which is where we get your loan documents generated, you sign your documents, we then send it back into the lender where they then process payment directly to the person selling the asset. Awesome. So pretty simple and I guess pretty similar to the other processes. And one of the things we've touched on a lot over the last couple of weeks is interest rates. And I'm keen to hear how I guess they work if they're at all different when it comes to leisure vehicles and caravans and boats and this type of thing. We've spoken about secured, unsecured credit files. Can you maybe just explain a little bit about if the process is at all different or if it's the same for other loans? Yeah. So for your other asset loans, the rates will vary. So depending if we go to a lender that specialises only in leisure, like AMMF, who used to be Yamaha, they have really sharp competitive rates for leisure because that's their thing. If you go into the car loan lenders that also do asset, their rates are a little bit more higher just due to the fact that a leisure item is sometimes classified as a higher risk. So you'll find that your interest rates on leisure items are very competitive with cars, but there is a little bit of a difference between that and a car. They work the same with caravans and bikes. They also fall in the same category. And then your marine items are in another category. Okay, so a little bit more complex, I guess, but at least you're there to be able to, I guess, talk me through that and help me understand how that works. When I'm getting one of these loans, and I, when I kind of think of a boat or a motorbike, quite often I feel that there'd be other purchases required to actually start riding that bike. So perhaps maybe uh, your full leather kit, your helmet, and then things like, I guess, getting a boat, you might need to get a trailer. Are those sorts of things that can be covered under these leisure vehicle loans as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. So with your bikes and your equipment, which we would look to fund, we would advise you would go to a dealership because you can buy all that equipment inside that invoice. So the dealer can invoice for a helmet, for clothes. They can also look at customising the bike for you, which we can also finance. With your boats, we will always finance the trailer with the boat as well. Okay, cool. Sounds pretty easy. Now, leisure vehicles, and when I talk about boats and motorbikes and this sort of thing, they're kind of seasonal sort of objects, I guess. I know my stepdad has a boat down the coast and it's um, 
I reckon he's used it twice, I reckon, since I've uh, since he bought it. So not used as often. Um, does it have to be registered, I guess, like a car? And then how does insurance and that type of thing work uh, for that type of asset? And I guess then will that then affect the loan? Yeah, that's a great question. So with the registration, that is completely up to the person who owns that asset, whether they're going to have it registered in winter or whether they're going to have it registered in summer only. With the insurance, though, you'll find a lot of the insurance companies will actually have a product there designed to have cheaper premiums because you won't be using it the whole season. So you'll find that your caravan insurance and your bike and your boat insurance can be quite a bit cheaper than car because they understand that you're not going to be using that product all year round. You would need to have it insured for the whole life of that loan just if anything was to ever happen, even in winter, you would need that asset to be insured so that you can still then make those loan repayments if something does happen. Okay. Now, with, with insurance, I have heard of something called a COC, which I think is a certificate of currency. Um, yeah. is that, am, I, am I right, first of all? And yeah. If so, what actually, what actually is that? And then how do I get one if I need one? Yeah, so certificate of currency is so easy. All it is is it is a piece of paper that the lender needs to see to make sure that the asset is insured. So all it has on there is your name, the date that you start the cover, the name of the financier that's having, that's giving you the finance because they need to be on there. If there is an accident, if something happens to that asset, then the insurance company will pay the lender what's owing on that loan. Sometimes we do have an issue where the insurance company won't pay out what's left owing on the loan, but we also have some great in-house finance products to prevent that gap happening. Okay, awesome. Now it's coming to the time of year, I guess, where people are starting to look into summer and getting a boat or getting a motorbike. I can't wait to hit the coast and uh, hit the water again. Any tips for someone wanting to get a boat or caravan loan uh, over the next couple of months? What's maybe the biggest tip you would give uh, to that person? The biggest tip would just be preparation. So come see us before summer comes. Let's see if we can get you those really good deals with the dealerships. We've got some really great partners that we work with that we can get you into a great loan while winter's on because that's when they're going to want to do their sales. Their business is down. They would like to see more winter business. So they're middle of winter, best time for us to look at financing this one for you. So that first warm day of spring and you want to get out in the water, you want to get out on the road, you can get on out and you've already got it there. How good. And I guess with the lockdowns happening for each state at the moment, it's probably a good time to explore our own backyard a little bit as well. And these loans are perfect for it. Get a caravan, hit the Great Ocean Road, travel across SA, do whatever you want to do. But uh, I guess explore a little bit of Australia as well. So it's probably the perfect time to, I guess, get one of these loans. Yeah, definitely. Especially coming into September, you know, the weather gets warm. Everyone's starting to feel better about themselves. The restrictions are starting to lift. We've got beautiful country to see in that time of the year everything's green, you know, so you can still camp, take the bike, take the boat, take the caravan, get away from the weekend and you're missing all that summer traffic to start with. So you can really start to enjoy coming into summer nice and early on. 
Oh, well, I'm looking out the window right now. It's looking like it's about to rain. So I'm looking forward to that summer hitting, getting some sun out and uh, perhaps driving around in my caravan. Looking forward to it, Amy. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it and uh, enjoy summer coming up. Yes, definitely. I will be. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Simply Finance, brought to you by Positive Lending Solutions. If you enjoyed the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can find both myself, Matt Tarrant, and Amy DeFabio across all social media platforms and Positive Lending Solutions via the Positive Group Facebook and LinkedIn. And that's it for the first series of Simply Finance. But we will be back very soon with a look into the history of finance in Series 2. We look forward to joining you then. All of the ideas and advice discussed in this podcast is of a general nature only. Always consult a financial expert like the ones at Positive Lending Solutions before applying for credit or making a financial decision.